It's time for today's AM Minnesota program. Here's Gordy Cosfeld up in Northfield at Century 21 Atwood Professional Pride Realty. We have our feet up against the fence for the little. Yeah, Jerry, we are. We're in the proud to be part of your journey conference room i've got a special guest in here today along with pete merkins who's always a special guy he's a obviously the person that is really the host of this show i'm just along for the ride oh gosh you're you're being way too kind for me uh you are the reason the show exists well i wouldn't go that far oh go on you're putting the bill so that's <laughs> oh that's right i am paying for that <laughs> You're the reason why we're... All right, all right, but I couldn't do it without you. Yeah, well, we enjoy being here, and uh, we got a special guest here today, but before we get to that, how's the housing market? Well, believe it or not, it's still moving along. We are still selling the very few houses that get listed, and um, uh, interest rates are, you know, over 7%. We're close to seven and a half right now, uh, but folks, interest rates will come down at some point, and you can refinance. It, it is not; it shouldn't be the reason you're not selling. Because if you have uh, the right information presented to you, it's a good time to sell your home, and it certainly can be a good time to buy your home as well. So, it's just a lack of inventory, and we spend a lot of time uh, trying to find homes for these folks that are looking to buy right now. In fact, our guest today just moved here a few years ago. Yep, and I'm quite sure uh, he probably had some difficult time finding homes because we've been in a inventory shortage for over three years now. So it is, uh, and real quick, folks, uh, the people that say, gosh, I'm going to wait for these uh, the values to go down, it's not going to happen. Uh, it's only happened twice in our history, and that was the Great Depression and the Great Recession that took place. So um, uh, there is um, there's no time soon that you're going to see the bottom fall out of this market. Which is another reason to, to get home, home, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you need to move, move. Move for the right reasons. We talk about that all the time. Don't wait for the rates to do this or that. Well, we've got with us from the North Star Youth Exchange with the Rotary. Right here in Northfield, Eric Johnsrud. Did I say that right, Eric? That sounds correct to me. And you grew up in Albert Lee. I learned that much about you. You were an attorney, a practicing attorney. I've never understood that term. A practicing attorney. I mean, I want, I want an attorney to stop practicing. I want him to know what he's doing. Well, someday we'll get it right. <laughs> <laughs> in Winona, right? Winona's where yeah, I was. In practicing Winona for 36 years before retiring, uh, my practice was mostly real estate, uh, estate planning, and business law. Oh, cool. So how did you decide to move three years ago to Northfield, Minnesota? Two years ago, actually. But um, uh, we had always liked the Northfield area. Um, we knew through Rotary, I knew a lot of people in, in the area, uh, like the, the two colleges, um, and it was closer to the airport. We have kids that are kind of spread out uh, across um, the Midwest, and so that make it handy for us to uh, fly to see them if necessary. And you didn't want to end up in the Twin Cities? No, we... we uh, just didn't uh, see that as as a destination for us. I mean, we like the Twin Cities, but it's a fun place to visit. So, and the line goes. 
Did you have trouble finding a home? Uh, yes, we did. As a matter of fact, we um, looked at a number of homes that were available, which is not many. Um, on one one particular property, uh, we made an offer, and there were 14 offers made on that property, and it went for, I think, over $50,000 beyond asking price. So um, it, it was a lot of very competitive. Yeah. But you did get a home as opposed, you know, is it townhouse or? No, it's a, it's a ranch. So it's, and it's about, about a mile from downtown. So we're walking distance. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You like downtown Northfield? Who doesn't? <laughs> it does have its charm. Did you go to the defeat of Jesse James Day's events this past weekend? I did not because uh, we were um, in Europe. Really? Yes. Whereabouts? Well, we were um, we traveled to uh, Vilnius, Lithuania, at the end at the end of August for a Rotary Youth Exchange conference, and then after that we did some traveling to Riga and uh, Tallinn in Estonia, and then up to Helsinki and flew back from Helsinki. Oh, but that was an interesting trip. It was a lot of fun. Very, very nice. Those cities are actually pretty nice. I, I you know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but um, they're they're uh, worth visiting. Have you been to Prague? I have not been to Prague. Well, I highly suggest it. Hmm. I've been to Vienna, but not Prague. It's the most beautiful city I've ever seen at night. Really, it is awesome. Prague. Yeah. It feels pretty nice at night, too. <laughs> anyway, he's with the North Star Youth Exchange. I think you just touched on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, North Star Rotary Youth Exchange is the Rotary Youth Exchange program for districts 5950 and 5960, which encompasses most of southern Minnesota and part of western Wisconsin. And uh, we exchange with other Rotary districts throughout the world, and uh, uh, we've been doing it since uh, the late 60s. And you're looking for homes, I assume. Well, we always look for um, for uh, host families, um, and I, Northfield's been really top notch on being able to find host families, being able to host students. Uh, there's a lot of support for youth exchange in Northfield. Did you ever host a student? Yes, we've hosted four students right when we were living in Winona from all different parts of the world. Yes, uh, we had a, a French student, a Belgian student. A student from Ecuador and a Swedish student. You learn more about your world that way, don't you? Mm -hmm. And you, you know, I, right now I say I have um, daughters in, on three continents. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> We're going to talk more with, uh, and, and Pete might have some questions too. We'll talk more with Eric, who's the chair, it says here, the chair of the North Star Youth Exchange. That's correct. It will, so we we don't just have we don't have a vice chair we've got the chair, right? We don't have a well. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to send it back to Jerry and get that opening market report. A service of your KDHL Agri Boosters. Thank you, Gordy, and they include Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency in New Strand. Craig helps protect all things important to you. Also, T&W Towing, your heavy-duty towing and recovery experts, and Community Co-op Oil Association in Fairball. Don't forget E85 Day coming up tomorrow, 3 until 5.30 tomorrow afternoon at the Community Co-op Senate's location, downtown Fairball, right next to the viaduct. 
85 cents off E85, 15 cents a gallon off E15 and E88, and 20 cents a gallon off biodiesel. Tomorrow afternoon, 3 until 5.30, come and enjoy a pork burger, pop and chips. Thanks to Dakota Rice Corn and Soybean Growers for $2. Soybeans, corn, cattle, and hogs are lower on Wednesday morning. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. Take your corn yields to the max with superior genetics and next-level performance. Explore one-of-a-kind hybrids from MX Series Corn by Stein. Learn more at steinseed.com. Soybeans are down this morning. Uh, the USDA is projecting tight new crop supplies, but with a lower crush in export demand this marketing year, USDA's yield estimate could see further reductions once harvest starts. But for now, November beans are down 11 and three quarters at 1334 and three quarters. January is 11 and a half lower at 1351. October bean meals $4.60 lower at 39380. And October soybean oils up 59 points at 6160. After a higher start, corn's turned weak. Early harvest activities underway with a dry finish to the growing season in much of the Midwest. Solid corn for ethanol demand is canceling out some of the slow export demand. December corn's down a half at 476. March is a half lower at 490 and a half. Chicago and Kansas City wheat are up. Minneapolis is mixed. Russia has attacked one of Ukraine's main ports yet again in Sebastopol, potentially disrupting trade. A potential weather impact on production is an issue in Argentina and Australia. December Chicago's up five and a half at 593. With questions about demand, December cotton's down 159 at 8671. March is 140 lower at 8712. But oversold, November rice is up 10.5 at 1573. Live and feeder cattle are lower ahead of this week's direct business. October live is down 87 at 183.27. December 72 lower at 187.72. October feeders are 97 lower at 260.27. And hogs are down on profit taking and the lower start today for the cash markets. October is 97 lower at 84.30. December leans down 60 at 76.30. Crude oil's a little bit weak. John Perkins, Brownfield. The market update also sponsored by these KDHL Ag Reboosters, Northern Buildings. For quality post-frame construction, go to their website, northernbuildings.com. And T&W Towing, your off-road recovery experts. We will continue with today's AM Minnesota program right after this. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Now let's head back to Gordy Cosfeld up at Century 21 Atwood Professional Pride Realty in Northfield. There we are. We're in the proud to be your journey conference room. Pete Mergens is with me. Of course, he is a manager here at the facility located just off Highway 3 here in Northfield. And you mentioned in the first segment that you're still low on inventory, so I'm assuming that means... Not a lot of action is going on right now. Well, um, yeah, not a lot. Uh, we're showing a lot of houses, and uh, like I said, it's it's certainly busy enough, um, but we could be a lot busier. Sure. <laughs> do you do much in the area of apartments? or No, nope, uh, we don't handle apartments and things of that nature, but we certainly are aware of of what's available because we have a lot of people looking, calling and asking for rentals and things. And it's, it's a very tight marketplace everywhere. Um, with not a lot of homes available to sell, people turn to rentals and rentals are tight as well. So finding a place to live in general right now is uh, a difficult task, but, um, seeking out a professional, 
to help give you the best information to make a good decision by is your best advice I can give you. Yeah, the reason I ask that is you, I hear and read all the time that the younger people don't want to have a home. They want to rent, but boy, when the average rent, I think, is, what, 1600 bucks around Faribault? That's crazy. That's even reasonable compared to some, some things. So, yes, it, it costs every bit as much to rent as it does to buy right now. So, um, but yeah, that is a, somewhat of a trend that a lot of young people are just looking to um, enjoy a little bit of their life and not have the yard work and things of that nature. But uh, folks, the, the one good thing that real estate can do is build generational wealth for you. So that is probably the the number one thing to consider. Yeah, you touched on it earlier. I mean, home values have only gone down twice. Yep. Twice in the history, right? Yep. Twice in history of a legitimate drop in value. Home values fluctuate right. uh, up and down a couple of percent, but in, uh, twice in our history have we seen a dramatic decline in values. So, um, so you're going to build uh, wealth yeah, you're by gonna, having a home. You're going to build your wealth, whether it's at uh, 7.5% or 17% or 2.5%. You, you are still going to build wealth in uh, what it is that you're you're buying. You remember those 17% days? I do. <laughs> what, 79? That makes seven and a half sound pretty darn good. It does, does it? <laughs> uh, is that about the neighborhood when you bought your first home, Pete? No, I, I would have bought my first home in the, um, uh, I think that was 89 or 90. Oh, okay. So, yep. So you weren't in the 17%? No, I was in the uh, 9% range at that time, which was quite a deal, I might add. Back then, yes. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you think the 7%'s low compared to where you started? Well, believe it or not, uh, if you take the uh, a 40-year history, the average interest rate is uh, just under 8%. So we are still right at the average at 75 so um, would I like to see them less? Of course I would. Will they be uh, less again? Yes, they will. Um, but I don't think we're ever going to see 2.5% again. Um, that is, if again, if you look at a timeline, that is just uh, one little blip, one little grain of salt uh, on that timeline that we saw interest rates that low. It's just not likely that we're going to see that again. Yeah. Well, Pete... Might have a question or two for Eric Johns Rude. He's the chair of the North Star Youth Exchange Rotary. And we were talking in the first segment about he has, uh, what was it, four daughters on three different continents or something like that. And I know you had a question during the break that you might I want did. to pose to him. I did. I, uh, first of all, thank you. I can't imagine how rewarding it is to be able to um, help our youth in general, whether it be our, our youth right here in town or kids across the globe, uh, get to experience uh, things of this nature. So my question actually was, do you have local kids that you're help, helping uh, locate uh, to other parts of the of the globe as well? So it's, it's reciprocal. It goes both ways, right? 
That's correct. And as a matter of fact, we're looking for applicants right now to go on exchange. We Right now there are, I, I believe, five students from Northfield who were on exchange in countries around the world, along with, I think we have around 30 students right now uh, from our two districts, uh, Rotary districts that are on exchange, and we have 37 from outside uh, the U.S. who are here in the United States. There are five um, uh, foreign students who are in Northfield attending high school. Um, the programs we have th through North Star are a long-term exchange program during the basically follow the school year, and then a short term, which is a family-to-family -family exchange during the summer, or there are also camps that are available around the world. The family-to-family -family one is one my daughter did uh, years ago when she was considering exchange. She, she went to Ecuador on exchange for uh, four weeks and was uh, in a small village in the mountains in Ecuador, uh, which was a crash course on Spanish because hardly anyone spoke any English there. She came back and uh, was well on her way to becoming fluent in Spanish. Then she did a subsequently a long-term exchange program where she was in Spain, and uh, that by the time she returned, she was basically fluent. So, Well, that's fantastic. So uh, one of the other questions I had is, is if there's a family that's considering this, what criteria or how do they go about um, seeing if they're a good fit or not? Well, that's a good question. Um, we, The first part would be to uh, fill out an application for uh, being an exchange student, and you can do that at uh, northstaryouthexchange.com. Um, uh, just Google that, and you'll be able to find it and go in and, and you can fill out the application online. Uh, just, an, just some information for the parents on our on North Star and Rotary Youth Exchange programs. It's a somewhat unique program in that we have three different host families uh, so that they, they break up the exchange over the year. They're usually about three months with each family. Gives a different um, perspective throughout the year on how family, what families are like. Plus, there's a support system. When a student goes on exchange uh, to another country, they're going to another Rotary organization, and that Rotary organization has just clubs, just like we do in the United States. And that student is supported by that club. So when they get there, they'll have uh, a club counselor who's going to be basically their, their main support person. There's a youth exchange officer with the club, similar to what we have here in the United States. And then um, there's district chairs above that. So it isn't a matter of just plopping a student down with a family for a year. There's, there's up to three families involved. There's a club counselor. There's a youth exchange officer. So there is support for that student throughout the year on, when they're um, on exchange. What an amazing opportunity. So these are all um, high school-level kids, correct? Okay. Yeah. The students are expected to um, go to high school wherever they're placed. And uh, it's not a situation because a lot of times uh, students are going to be operating in a language that they're just learning. So they're not you know, necessarily expected to get A's. We, we do want good students to apply for exchange. Um, we're also uh, taking students who... Uh, 
uh, may have some financial need. We have some scholarships available to help out if, if students uh, can't pay for the program fee, which uh, actually is, if you compare exchange programs, it's about half of other exchange programs. Um, so it's, it's a good opportunity and a, um, we think a good value for, uh, for a student who wants to go on exchange and experience another culture. Wow, really great stuff, wouldn't you say, Gordy? Yeah, I would say it's awesome. I wish I would have done something like that when I was a kid. Yeah, it's easy to uh, uh, think about some of those things, isn't it? I mean, just imagine the experience that they can get learning different traditions, uh, different ways of doing things. Um, we had a guy from Switzerland who was a foreign exchange student in my graduating class, really good guy, and I didn't stay in touch with him, silly me. Yeah, he was going into banking surprise surprise <laughs> is there uh eric is there a monetary cost or is there any support for a family that that is willing to do this or how does that work well our program fee is seven thousand dollars and that includes um airfare it includes insurance for the student when they're on exchange. It includes the, the rotary blue blazer that, we, that all our exchange students get. And um, there are other things that go along with it. We have a, three different uh, days of orientation to prepare them for exchange. We have a language program that's available to them that we expect and require them to participate in so that they can learn the language because that's the number one um, the reason for success on exchange, knowing the language. And uh, the better prepared they are, the, the better off they are. Plus, as I mentioned, uh, we do have uh, uh, some financial aid available for to help uh, students who can't afford the full pr price of the exchange. How about the host families? Is there an expense involved there? Uh, kid? The host families, uh, because of regulations that we have through the State Department, host families do not receive compensation, but they get the benefit of having, uh, here in the United States, uh, having a student from another culture um, in their family, uh, learning new things, uh, being able to show that student what life is like in the United States. It, having been a host parent, it's, it's an incredible opportunity, and it's a lot of fun. Well, and you said you had kids too, right? And they got... Yep. A new sister or whatever. That's right. We we first did this back in, I think it was 2011. We had a student from France, and our daughters uh, were uh, a senior and a sophomore, and the, the French student was a junior. So it was, it was like a 24-hour party at our house. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was. What do you think, Pete? Uh, I think that's pretty cool. I really do. I, I think it's... Uh... What a fantastic opportunity uh, for kids, and, and I bet it's something that's really re rewarding to you as well to be able to manage this. Do you get to choose what country you go to? Uh, not specifically. However, you get five, you get to get preferences. So if you um, have have countries that you have in mind, um, you at when we do our, our interviews for selection of students, we ask them what their five preferences are. And um, it's, they, historically, you will get one of those. Um, it's been really odd circumstance where we couldn't comply, but uh, it, there's a list of available countries that they'll get, and, and they get to choose from those as their preferences. Yeah, I have a friend who hosted 
foreign exchange student, and the neat thing he said about it was they got to go over when, when their foreign exchange student got married. Of course, they got invited to the wedding, and it was pretty cool. And you can make those relationships can last for a lifetime. Yeah, they should. That's one of the benefits of the program. I'm assuming, right, Eric? Yes. That's one of the benefits is is you uh, you get a new member of the family. How long has Rotary been doing this? Oh, I think it actually in Europe it started um, after World War One. Okay. Um, obviously, it didn't happen during World War Two, but then after uh, World War Two, it started up, and it, it it was more common. Well, more common in Europe, and then later, I think in the. 50s and 60s, it started up, at least from a Rotary standpoint, in the uh, United States. Are there any African countries that are included in this? Yes, there are. Um, they have they do the student-for-student uh, student exchange, and then there's a special program called Power of One, whereby students in countries that don't have the uh, exchange can can come through and, and come to the United States. We have two students um, from Uganda uh, who are participating in North Star's program this year. Uh, and last year we had another uh, student from Uganda, uh, Alvin, who was uh, in Northfield. Okay. We had students in Northfield this year? Yes, we have five students in Northfield this year. Um, and I, I, I could try and list them off, but I know we have a Spanish student, a German student, I believe a Polish student, and I think one from Brazil, if I remember right. How's their, how's their English? Uh, to be honest, I haven't had a chance to sit down with them yet. They just arrived uh, late August. Wouldn't that be a neat guest on the show here, Pete? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'd love to hear what those kids have learned about uh -huh. this country. I'd love to get their impressions of this country. We can certainly uh, have, arrange that. Unfiltered. And by that, I mean, you know, be honest with us. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. They'll, they'll tell you what food they don't like, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> or the food they like, too, as far as that goes. I think that's a great idea. No. Uh, Eric, if you'd be able to help us with that, we'd love to do that. I think it would be a super show. Yeah, I do, too. And learn what other people think about our country from, you know, coming from other places that have never been here before. Yeah. Great. I, know, I know what I thought. First time I went to Tanzania back in 2006, when I came home, I was appalled by our waste. Yeah. The food. We throw out yeah. in every school lunchroom in America. Yeah, incredible. I mean, it was just appalling to me. And it, it, it didn't faze me before, but when I saw how little they have there right. and how much we have here, yeah. you know, and I went without my television for about eight months. I, sw I swore I was going to get rid of it, but I never did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much for that. You got any other questions there, Pete, before we wrap up? Uh, none that I can think of, but I sure am glad that uh, Eric wanted to come in and talk yes. today. Yep, absolutely. Well, and I appreciate the opportunity. I'm I'm always willing to talk about uh, Rotary Youth Exchange, and uh, we'll see what we can get lined up to bring in some students, so you so they can uh, tell you what they think of uh, life in the United States. It does sound to me like you're a big believer in the program. Oh, definitely, definitely. I've I've been I've been a Rotarian since 1985, and. Uh, I've been involved in youth exchange since 1986, off and on. Uh, been a, uh, working with North Star 
for the last 10 years. So um, I'm, I believe it's a great program, and it's a great opportunity for, for students all over the world. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Eric Johns-Rood, thanks, Pete, for having us again. My pleasure, Gordy. Thank you. It's always awesome to stop up to Century 21 Atwood here in the professional pride offices in Northfield. Jerry, take it away.